So, uh, who knows? But I saw Norm's big old self walking up and down that video too. I don't know what to. I don't know what's going on. Look, man. Uh, LTBR Daily on a Tuesday morning, fresh off July Fourth weekend. You know what they say? You can't spell Norbs without the RB in it. That's that's the new slogan. Um, I'm not surprised by this because ARP obviously uh, mended his bridge with Daylight and rebooked Daylight and King Los. ARP, it, the interviews with Goods after Goods almost lost him to Drum Venue. Like ARP is all about mending these relationships if it makes sense business wise or just being polarizing. So. You know, we'll see. We'll see what it becomes, but uh, we don't got to talk too much about it because you guys will will never stop talking about it. So, yeah, do more than enough for us. That part too hardcore flavor, but um, I do want to start the show this day. You know, salute to ARP because it's easy to hold grudges, especially everybody know the history with Norbs and everybody know why ARP and him would not be rocking with each other. So obviously, like he said, there was a conversation. That was that happened. So as a man, as a man, you know, as a man, you know, we all fuck up. We all do do grimy shit sometimes. And the nature of competition, yo, I'm excited to see what they got cooking. Yeah, I hold over. I hold. I hold all reservations until uh, an announcement is made, so that there's something to actually judge off of. Hmm. That coffee hit today. <laughs> I got that. I got that matcha on deck today. We got that green tea going. All right, man. But you know that it, it is kind of a toxic topic that we're gonna avoid. But there's a toxic topic that we're not gonna avoid. The hollow and rum nitty face off dropped yesterday. Did you see it? Did you see I it? I seen that outside in the alley behind the caffeine built building ass. Face it was off. different. <laughs> it was. It was very. It was definitely different from the aesthetics. But even more from the energy. I, I'm not used to seeing Angry Rum. I kind of like Angry Rum, Nitty. Oh, weirdo. <laughs> I, I mean, everything about the face-off was weird. So it's weird to call somebody else a weirdo when everything is weird. Like, it's just like... <laughs> Still to the people, man. Uh, Rum 30 says Anesthesio. Savage says it was ass. Justin says it was fire. It's two completely different opinions back-to-back on the face-off. Spicy. Now we know why Jay Black was missing. Justin says Hollow's ready. Uh, Doctor Hughes says pretty good people. Oh, good morning, people. Good looking, good looking, good morning. Uh, Junior says Rum three zero. Why was Rum mad? Uh, he's the favorite going in. Tata says it was funny. Uh, I don't see the point of pre face offs. Then do them before the battle. Uh, more promo never hurts. Honestly, that's what it is. Hollow's a weirdo, says Reggie. He did uh, troll the diamonds. That's why uh, Rum Nitty got mad. Crumb Nitty, Bum Nitty, Hollow was talking. Oh, there's actually somebody that calls himself Bum Nitty on Twitter too. So <laughs> Bum Nitty was like, oh, I appreciate that. Um, Free promo. <laughs> use a weirdo, cuz on Baby Crip. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, we've known Hollow as a strange individual. Calling him a weirdo at this point, like, doesn't mean anything. Like, we know this already. All you battle rappers are, all you battle rappers are kind of weird. Like, everybody in this whole culture is weird. Like, can we stop this weird shit? Like, everybody's a little weird and strange and freaky. Eh. What? Eh, We all all little weird. 
you know what I'm saying? You gonna start seeing bangs pop out of my neck. Don't call me no weirdo. I ain't the, no weirdo ass bitch. The, the I'm a, I, I stand ten toes down. I'm real. The chat just I'm called you a weirdo. The chat just called you. I keep it funky. You from Detroit? Okay. Right? It's definitely. I gotta some... contain myself because I know if I keep it too funky, you bitches will be really in y'all feelings. I'll definitely give y'all something to be mad at. Listen, you from Detroit? I ain't There's no definitely something not right with you. That that much we know. The update guy says, we watch adults poetically yell at each other. We are all off. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Titus. All right, man. Uh, Cece, from the Rum Nitty and Hollow face-off, you seen, we've seen some of your comments in the live chat, too. Did this, the disrespect! What was your takeaway from this face-off, and did it give you any indication on what the battle might look like? What's good? This is CJ. Uh... I, I will say this. What up, CJ? The dis the disrespect, the disrespect for our Nitty in the chat was disgusting. Mm. I don't understand where this energy is coming from. Mm. However, um, this is nothing new, especially to fans of Nitty. We always have to deal with the disrespect, but when it's when it's game time. And he does what he does so eloquently. Y'all will switch up your energy. And then y'all probably go back being toxic like always. Because you're mad. Because Nitty is so goddamn great. And he's probably beating some of your favorite rappers. That's why you really mad. Ooh, that's how you feel. That's why you really mad. Okay. It's all right, though. And uh, I, 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 I will say this for Hollow. He looks good. Um, I really hope that everything that he is saying as far as he wants to be the best he can be the best him like the best self he can be he's really taking this battle seriously how he mentioned about his son and his friends saying about how he's like one of the dopest the greatest rapper like i want him to remember that when he gets ready for this battle i want him to constantly keep thinking that after this battle is done and he moves on to whoever next he's going to battle i need that energy for hollow. So I'm very I have very high hopes that this is gonna be one of those ones. And we're gonna get a great battle, regardless. Shout right. out to Hollow. Freetown making the bill that says I got hollow beating nitty. Ooh. He don't say that when we don't we don't when he says that we don't take it lightly. Hollow the Don is the first Kobe Bryant of Battle Rap. What does that mean? Yeah, expound on that, please. Elaborate. I would love to hear more on your analogy there. Hollow should have took He's us on the big Kobe. stage. Hollow took us on the big stage. Uh, I'm sure the big stages are returning, but we still don't know when they'll come back. So maybe Hollow's ready to come back into the ring already, you know? I got Hollow winning. Hollow not on a beat is dangerous. Um, this was my takeaway from it. It feels like I, I never see Rum Nitty act that angry, right? And I don't know if it was, like, him really just annoyed, him just faking it. Like, I don't know what it was. But for me, it feels like Hollow engineered Nitty to act that way. Like, Hollow planted the seed knowing Nitty would react the way he reacted, and Nitty took the bait. And that concerns me because Hollow has been prolonging this battle for over a year, and he's finally coming back into the battle now, ready to take the match. He wouldn't take the match if he didn't have something up his sleeve, if he didn't have a full three rounds, if he didn't have an angle of an attack. And Rum Nitty has a total of 20 days to battle Hollow coming off the next battle. 20 days. I don't want Rum Nitty 20 days taking GOAT-level battles. I don't. To be honest, I, I kind of don't. 
He can do it, but I would rather see him get as much rest as possible. Hollow's been well-rested. This guy's coming off a tournament run, battling next, and now we got Hollow? I'm concerned. Gregory, that is true. We said that about Nick. Uh, we said that about Hollow versus Mav. He <laughs> didn't go his way, and Hollow was Hollow had had energy in the face-offs. That was three. They had to do p- three parts of that face-off, and we know the outcome of that battle. And and look, that's why I'm saying I have high hopes that this time Hollow is dead ass about it because this is not the one you want to have a return on a big stage as caffeine is you know caffeine is a big stage within a sprite you got a lot of eyes that's going to be watching this battle and you got a lot of new fans now in the culture because of caffeine and everything's free it's easy to watch like you do not want to come back and bomb in front of rum nitty because he's going to make you pay for it and it's not going to be pretty it's not, and then it's, on, it's only going to be more of a narrative that we don't want to see Hollow no more. Like, people are just not going to want to see him no more, and I don't want that to happen to him. I think people are also forgetting how good of a rebuttaler Hollow the Don is. Like, that is a real dangerous trait. Like, Romney could have an extremely explosive line, and Hollow could flip that back into him. I'm, look, I'm still picking Romney to win. It's just... Rum Nitty realizes himself, and he says this multiple times on, on 15 Minutes of Fame, in the face-off, outside of the face-off, before the match was booked. Battling Hollow will take him to the next level, and he needs to go Bro, to the next level. Many, you know how many name flips <laughs> Nitty's going to do with Hollow, L-O-M, the Don. Like, he brought the name flip <laughs> to the heavens. <laughs> but I think I think Nitty's going to have to do more than just name flips, like... Like, personally, I really wish Nitty would have saved that that bar about his mother being on life support they used against Cortez. Like, just save that shit. Cortez already choked. That was overkill. Save that bar. If you use that bar against Hollow, like, we're, we're, this, the battle's over. The battle's over. That, that round, that's an automatic round. That's an automatic round. You keep saying that. Did we put that on our second quarter report as one of the bars yeah hell yeah absolutely that's one of the best rounds yeah that might that might go down as one of the bars of the year my g shout out to nitty my mother was was on life support she left me broken too literally broken too she died she left this life support when we was through son son she died for that 100k and so will you like i still get goosebumps just think about that line like i don't see nitty in that bag too frequently so i want to see him get in that bag more often but salute to rum nitty and how to don didn't he try to angle it a little bit too? Like he, like Nitty. I mean, yeah, Nitty. He. I feel like with Geechee, there was a few things he was trying to angle with. Like, yes, we know that Nitty overall is a puncher. That's his biggest attribute, right? We know this, but I agree with what Tata said. Nitty does do more than just punch, punch, punch. He's not. I. I don't. I. I know people feel this way. I don't. I don't think Nitty is just like. Punch, 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 punch. I think he, like, he's well, going to move around. He's going to be everywhere. He's going to get those arms going. He's going to be down to the floor, up in the sky. Like, well, he's going to be everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I think, what he I, say? He got the hammers. What he, he called them? The he, said, he, said, he said, this is Come twerk. He said, this is twerk. Both of them, this is me. I, I do feel like because he, <laughs> he, he was so... He, he mastered one part of his craft in battle rap, that one attribute, and decided to double down on it. He had to enhance it with, like, delivery, performance, 
and figuring out how to angle for like short periods of time to get back into punchlines. So let's let's uh, let's move on though, man. We got some more Facts. topics. Trust the diamonds. That's how. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, do it again. You know, yeah. You know, and then he's so little, so it looks better. Damn, we actually have a lot of topics still left over, and we do have a guest coming on at eleven o'clock. We do have Organic from King of the Dot coming on to break down season one because I know there's still been a lot of confusion on it. And we were able to get it from the source directly. We got the league owner coming on, so eleven o'clock we'll have organic on. Let's keep moving though. Uh we have an announcement from Bullpen. There was a replacement. You know what I'm saying? Fortunately, Miss Hustle could not complete the battle. But 40 bars has stepped up for the battle. We have Loso versus 40 bars. People talk to us. The queen is here. The queen has arrived. So Ooh. many events. That's correct. A lot of events. 40 about to smoke Loso. Ooh. Oh, savage. Good morning, sir. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Uh, interesting, not a good risk for 40. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know who are. Unfortunately, France don't get to talk crap about hustle after the battle. He gonna find a way to, but okay, 40, I'm feeling her energy right now. She really trying to come outside. And, and also, thank you to everybody that helped 40 found her son. That's where I want to start at. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that he was found. And thank y'all for all that. I even just prayed on it because I said a prayer too. I was like, please go. Let this mother find her son. So that's what I want to say. Shout out to everybody that, you know, our culture is crazy, weird, toxic, negative. But when it's time, when, when shit hit the fan for one of ours, we, we do arrive. We do look up for one another, so that's what's up. I'm actually, I'm actually but, surprised she even took the battle. I'm, I don't know when she probably accepted right. this, but then that happened, and I'm sure when that's happening, there's no way you can be preparing for a battle. And even after, <laughs> even at, even after that happening, it must be really difficult to be preparing for a battle. I wouldn't expect it to be three rounds. Hasn't been announced by the league, but me knowing Loso, he doesn't like to write in a short amount of time. Um, and forty being the one to step up. I'm sure they probably agree to one round. So I would expect this to be yeah. a one rounder. You know what I'm saying? It's not announced by the leagues. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I'm going to let Bullpen, Bullpen has a really <laughs> bad history of not announcing three one round battles. So, you know. Uh, people in the chat are saying uh, 40 said it is a one rounder, which good, I good. think that's good for her. Because again, yes, she found her son, but you still got to think like, you got a lot of things going in the back of your head. Like, okay. But again, we're just happy that he was found safe and sound. But as far as a one rounder, that's still very scary territory up against somebody like Loso. Just because it's a one rounder, don't mean he's just gonna have a three minute round. He might go on and on. This could be a long night for Forty if she's not ready. Well, now Forty's pen. Yeah. We all know she got a pen. Yeah. She can write fast. She's very creative. Like, 40 is going to hold her own. But she also got to remember that Loso is dangerous. Like, we saw what he did to Vixen. He's been on it this whole year. Well, I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, right, from battling Miss Hustle to battling 40 bars, even though it's just a one round, it's an upgrade. 
It's an upgrade, all right? It's just an upgrade. Let's see if I can get the photo. I can't get the photo. Oh, man, this is terrible. It's an upgrade. Good, it's, it's an upgrade, all right? It's a better style match, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a funner battle. We're going to enjoy this. It'll be great. It'll be great. It'll be great. See, this is what I'm talking about. It'll be great. Justin disagrees. He says this is not better. That's fine. You don't have to agree. You don't have to agree. You... I'm going to go with 40. I'm going to go with 40 because y'all know I'm going to go with the queen. Hey, we will be in the building. Um, special announcement coming very soon from, from us. We'll be in the building. You know what I'm saying? So if you will be in Atlanta for that weekend or you'll be going to uh, bullpen, pull up, say hi to us. You know what I'm saying? Hustle would have moved Loso, says Justin. Yeah, she would have with that wagon. All she had to do was do one little hippo. Bang! It's flying. Do, do, it, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Flown off the stage. Because <laughs> I know she ain't going to get, I know she ain't getting no Dr. Miami shit. And it's little. She ain't getting no reduction. She probably got even more behind that. Ooh, I can't, Lord. And she already been taking pictures too. I'm like, yo, I can see it from the back. I can see it from the front now, for real, for real. I can see it. Well, announcements on top of announcements on top of announcements. The culture never takes a fucking break. Alongside Los on 40 minute announce, we also got over the weekend Arsenal versus Real Sick was announced for the super fight. Real Sick versus Arsenal is going down. Stroke to the people, man. What do you guys think of this battle going down on the super fight? Let's talk Anastasio, about it. what you gonna do? Oh, shit. Anastasio, what you gonna do? Arsenal don't lose to Jersey, says Vandross. Ars 2-1. It makes sense. Real sick 2-1. I bet money. Dangerous battle for sick. Jersey will win this. That battle is on the top of Jersey. Arsenal sorcery is finna be incredible. Sick 30. Jersey versus Jersey crime. Ars <laughs> 2-1. Jersey 30. Yeah, that's a cheap answer. You're not low. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Sick 2-1. Possible 3-0. Uh, Y'all yeah, don't want to talk about Ace and Cortez instead. Uh, I'm going off, I'm going off what's real, man. I'm going off what, what I know. Arsenal says the minimal. It's not going to work on, on Sheik. I like how Arsenal ducked this till he got more, <laughs> more sick footage. Sick's going to learn something new from Arsenal. Super fight car seems like summer madness. Hey. I love this battle either way. Ars is going to snatch that rag off. Damn. If he oh real sick might get the sword on him. You know how he him and his people, they got swords and shit. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't touch the head wrap. Don't touch it. You how many you know how many times I I pay attention. He's talked about swords and shit before. Mm-mm. So what do you think of Arsenal versus Real Sick? Um, I agree with I, I didn't see it in time. I do agree that Real Sick at the end of this battle, win or lose, will learn something from Arsenal, which is a great point because Kid Chaos also said that, who is in the new era class, that you know, being his, you know, two on two partner, he learned a lot, a lot from Arsenal. With that being said, I have not seen a vet sit down real sick. All y'all that keep on saying Arsenal 3-0, I haven't seen that one vet smoke real sick. 
So until that day happens, that is not even a possibility in the universe that I live in. Okay. So I am leaning more towards real sick with that age to one. I don't think real sick will be able to smoke Arsenal. I got too much respect for Arsenal. I, I do feel like he will get a round. I do feel like this might be one of those ones. It may be a debatable, but I I just feel like with what Real Sick is doing so far this year, it's just been amazing. It's just been amazing. Amazing. Uh, I'm concerned for Arsenal. Uh, Real Sick and Arsenal got a chance to stand in front of each other in that two-on-two. And I would like to say Arsenal and Kid Chaos got the best of Real Sick and B Dot, you know what I'm saying? And so Real Sick's aware of that. Real Sick's aware that the 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 performance that came out between him and B Dot wasn't at the level that everybody expected. In fact, they were the lowest rated team once the battle dropped on the app. So Real Sick's coming for some blood. Real Sick coming for vengeance. That's something that concerns me because that guy, when he gets motivated or he gets some internal motivation, like you get some of the craziest performances. All right. Like this guy puts on his Jordan face and says, and I took that personal and he did take it personal, that battle. So him seeing Arsenal again, him crafting angles, like he has a million and one things to say to Arsenal. Arsenal to to sick. Besides Arsenal talking about he's a king of Jersey. I don't know what much more he can say to sick. You know what I'm saying? This is my this is just what I'm thinking. Like he could be he could be real disrespectful for a bit, and that's it's gonna work for Hell a little yeah. bit. You know what I'm saying? It'll work for a little bit. But he could really talk as like, I'm the king of Jersey, I've been to this country, I got this many views, battle rap wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for me, pussy, you wouldn't be here. Like all, all that's all that good stuff is gonna work for like a round. But sick is gonna have three of them. Three. He doesn't take a round off, real sick. He never takes a round off. Every single round is a hundred and ten percent effort. You know to Arsenal's defense, we always say that about somebody until somebody finds an angle or or something to talk about. We say this a lot of times in Battle Rap. Oh, what is he going to say to this person? He can't talk to this person. And then somebody finds something to talk about. And then what does that do? Cut cut that battle. And then everybody's going to drag that shit on and on and on, just like what Vixen. Everybody was saying that. What is Lossal going to be able to say to Vixen? And what did he say? Use her own words against her. So it's Arsenal, who is a very, not he's not just a legend. He is very smart. He has a very high battle rap IQ. He has been doing this for a very, very, very long time. He has been in different situations, scenarios. He's been the underdog and won. He's beaten a lot of people. So with that being said, Arsenal, I, I do feel confident. He's going to be good. I definitely feel like he's going to win a round. He's going to be amazing. But I just feel like right now it's just real sick. I can't, I'm not going against him until somebody beats him. And maybe Arsenal's the one to beat him for bragging rights. Because, again, this is Jersey. Everybody keeps on talking about how real sick might be the new king of Jersey. And Arsenal's going to have to have to – he's going to have to end that shit. Arsenal and Real Sick. Uh-uh. Arsenal and Real Sick are the only Jersey battle rappers on the app with a sub 500 record or better. Everybody else has a losing record, so that's one thing to, to point out there. Um, as far as material, I know this is all preference. Everybody can feel free to agree or disagree, but I'm not sure if I've seen any Arsenal rounds over the last year that's been better than any of Chilla's round. Um, six rounds versus Chilla. 
six six third round versus Magic. Uh, some of six material for Mike P or some of six material for for uh, Danny Myers. Like I'm not sure if I've seen an Arsenal for a full three rounds better than a six for those full three rounds in a lot of those performances. You know what I'm saying? You could probably pick some spots, the official battle, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But as a whole, like I feel like Sick is giving us the best material right now from Jersey. So it's tough because it's like even if you want to pull for Arsenal, which I totally get it, right? It's just you know, real sick has just been amazing. He's been unforgettable. He's just been his material is living and aging well. Like it's not like he has replay values. He's given he's given us battle of the year material, battle of the night, best performance of the night. Like he's given us everything that we want. But again, Arsenal, he got to remind folks too who the fuck he is. He cannot allow Real Sick to be him because then after that, I'm going to let y'all say Real Sick is the king of Jersey. If he beats Arsenal, I, I'll let it get through customs. I haven't been letting it get through customs, but I will. You can be like the Prince. Like if he beats Arsenal, Arsenal's still I Arsenal. Will. He could be the Prince of Jersey. <laughs> Let's see some of the messages here. Real sick did catch a break with the Danny Myers choke. Uh, his material was still crazy. All old and what happened is they would have probably had the best battle of the night. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's that's one, one thing. Star. One star says, sick not that fire. Danny just made him look golly facts. Look. You got to get that head out your heart, brother. You got to get that hate out of he your heart. Like he's, he's still pissed. You know what I'm saying? But we, we can't. We can't do that. Yeah, you can't we do can't that, say bro. He's not that fire. He he is fire, man. We can't. We can't do that. One star, respectfully. Yeah, we definitely. You know, can't, we have like... a therapy. Um, we do have a therapy sessions going on, um, every day of the week now because I know a lot of the yikers need some therapy. They need to go somewhere where they can blow off the steam. And just speak openly and honestly with somebody who's not going to judge them. You know, Tata has all the information on where on the island you can go for therapy. But, we, you know, it's okay. Real sick is fire. He is the shit. He is amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Like, you know, Tata, please uh, send one star the information when you get a chance. <laughs> I don't know this was Yiker Island's therapy. And, and for the simple fact that we need Yikers Island therapy because of sick, that, that's, that speaks of testament. That, that speaks volumes, you know what I'm saying? We are hurting. We are still grieving, okay? And he, one star is in the gr grieving stage of anger. He's angry. He hates real sick. How dare you do this to him? Here's one thing Not I want to, here's, here's one thing I'm kind of, I'm starting to finally make a full decision on with Battle Rap. Battle Rap is too nuanced to say winners and losers, all right? People are fire and losses, and that's never a loss. And people are trash and wins, and that's never a win. You know what I'm saying? So when you guys when you guys sit here and tell me real sick lost to, he lost to Chilla. I'll have Mike P beating him. You're not going to sit here and tell me he wasn't good in both those battles. He was great in both those battles, in fact. In fact, Chilla and Sick was a battle of the year last year, right? I made our list. Mike and real sick might definitely make this year's list, too. So... Can we stop with the wins and losses? You guys know who's fire, who's not fire. Don't cast somebody who had a good performance under a loss. Like, that shit's just... Like, wins and losses don't matter no more. They, they really don't. It's all about performances. I'm sorry. It, it really is. It really is because... 
You can win and be trash and nobody cares. Look at Casey. In fact, her stock might have dropped by winning. I've never seen that before, CC. <laughs> if wins and losses really mattered, you guys wouldn't talk about Casey the way you guys talk about Casey J. Because she's winning battles and y'all hate her material. Is that not true, Cece? I do see a lot of inconsistencies <laughs> when we talk about Casey. I've said it before. I've said it again. You know, when it comes time to talk about certain things, some of y'all got love for Casey. But then other times y'all don't have love for Casey. I, I don't know. I honestly, and, I, and maybe Casey can agree or tell me how she feels because only she would know. I don't know. But. I can only imagine how she feels sometimes looking on the timeline. You guys can't tell me wins and <laughs> losses. Sometimes it seems like y'all love her, and some days it seems like y'all don't. You, you're not going to tell me wins and losses matter when we just seen a comment in this chat saying real sick got lucky. Like, I thought wins and losses matter. How are you going to penalize sick and not the person that choked? Like, I don't, I don't understand. All right, I let's... don't know. Oh, is he here? Yeah, let's uh, let's 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 move on because okay. this is definitely a long topic, but I'm going to revisit another day with with um. Probably one of my solo shows is this whole thought process on wins and losses. But uh, we got Organic coming on, so let's bring Organic into the show. All right, all right, all right. All right, audio connected. Organic, can you hear us? Sir, how's it going? All right, good morning, How Organic. Fresh, good. fresh off of the first week of the North Division, King of the mm -hmm. Dot Season 1. Also fresh off of the Grand Prix last year. Now King of the Dodge with Twitch. You guys have known this guy. Steel Mill. You guys heard the stories about the Steel Mill. This guy used to battle back in grind time too. If you guys want to go look at the footage, he wasn't just always a league owner. And <laughs> now we have here the league owner, Organic, to bless the bless the show with his presence to talk about King of the Dodge Season 1. I'm, I'm excited to have you here, Organic. Thank you for taking time this morning. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, is that man. a Cortez hat? This is a Cortez hat. That's fire. Yeah, man. Salute to Bodega Poppy, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, organic, man. I, I don't even know where to begin. Well, first and foremost, salute to Canada Season 1. I, I know you guys are trying to really make Battle Rap competitive as much as possible with implementing judges and wins and losses. Uh, we actually mm -hmm. were just having a conversation just recently, um, right before you got on, actually, that wins and losses have kind of hit this gray area in Battle Rap because performance almost... Um, overrules winning and losing battles. Like, you can lose a battle looking good, and that matters more than winning a battle and looking stale. What, what, what's your views on wins and losses in battle rap and why you want to make it so important again? So it's not about aura. I feel like a lot of people are cruising off stuff they did a couple years ago, and there's not a lot of room for progression for up-and-comers. You know what I mean? It's like you really got to wait for a league to buy you a big name in order to get the opportunity. It's not really dependent on the volume of work or the credible work that you've done. So I feel like bringing it back to this allows, you know, growth in battle rap again. A lot of people to actually have a light at the end of the tunnel and a system to follow to ensure that they can reach their goals, right? Like right now, battle rap is all about who you align with. And I feel like that's not very competitive. It's, you know, hey, if you don't mess with them, I'll hook you up and give you this battle. And like, this is this is more like 
um, business war games rather than like competition between the rappers. You know, um, people are getting opportunities based off not messing with this league or, you know, if you don't do this, we'll, we'll offer you. And, you know, to me, that's just not the way it should be. This is a culture. It should always be progressing forward. I think there should always be a light at the end of the tunnel. And most importantly, like accolades, you know, like what are you, what are you going to do when you leave battle rap and go to your next venture? Your resume just going to say, oh, I, I, I battled Bill Collector. You know what I mean? Like, it's just on, on a resume, it's not going to sound great. Now, we all know battling Bill Collector is an amazing thing. You know what I mean? But for someone that's not up to speed on the battle rap world, it's just going to look like a random name, right? Where something like this, if you're like, I'm the champion, I'm the semifinalist, I've done all these accolades, it actually makes you look credible and kind of like, you know, a, a larger than life figure. You know, um, for example, you look at Barstool Sports and how they grabbed Roan. They, they first were interested in Roan because he was the world champ right so like opportunities come when you can put yourself on a pedestal and put yourself above people that turned out to be a full-time job for him after that so you know um opportunities arise i think it adds structure and most importantly it adds a light at the end of the tunnel for the artists and, and giving them a, a credible um vision and tunnel to go through in order to reach their goals yeah that's 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 a great answer but but i do like that performance is still being uh evaluated because you have the total judging score system, right? People yeah, will see yeah. the standings. They'll see wins, losses, the names, and there's a point that they don't know mm -hmm. what that point is. And to, to tell the people briefly, and you can also expound on it, yeah. that's the judging scores. Like when like the judges yeah, using so a, a ten a, a ten nine system, and mm -hmm. that's the total of all the judges scoring of, of a performance. Yes. So your total battle score. The basically the reason why we did this is we want to reward consistency. There's a lot of people that um, you know, as a judge, I've judged tons of battles. If it's a close battle, you know, and someone may be edging it and then all of a sudden someone just has a big third round and then it's like to the judges, the judges are 90% of the time going to go with the person who had the big third round because that's the most last memorable thing that happened in, in the battle. And that's what everybody's still riled up about, but it shouldn't just throw out everything that happened before that. Right. So this system actually rewards people for the consistency throughout like the whole premise of this is every round matters yes there's three battles you're competing in but you're competing in nine rounds and there's nine rounds every round matters the accumulation of those points from every single round on every single judge equals your total battle score but there is a little a little hitch in it because we added the fan vote too so if you win the battle with the fan by a 75% margin, over 75% of the fans agree with you, it counts as a 3-0 for you. If mm. under 75% of the fans agree with you, it counts as a 2-1. So we found ways to implement the fan system in it. We found ways to you know, incorporate the judges and to make it work because you see someone like Sharon, and let's just use uh, Sharon and Real Deal, for example, right? Because it was a title match and Sharon had an incredible performance. He lost that battle by 1% on the fan vote. The judges were split. The fan vote was split. Would it be right in a standings for Sharon just to be knocked to the bottom of the list? Mm. Not really, because he had a great performance. So what this does, it's going to have real deal here with this many points, and Sharon is just going to be right below him with that many points because some of the judges had Sharon winning, which means those judges had him higher in points than real deal. The other judges had real deal higher, but the fan vote went to real deal, so it's going to keep him close in the standings and not, you know what I mean? So it really works as far as like rewarding consistency, rewarding people that have great performances that fight to the end in every battle. This right. is about it's, it's your whole performance is being evaluated. It's not being thrown out off, you know, a, a judge decision or nothing. It's the premise of the whole 
entire performance. So I think that's super important. And I think that it's a great thing to add because, you know, we want people in a season, if you're down 0-2, to be able to see the light and be able to be like, I can still make this. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, I only got one battle left, but I still got three rounds in that. So that's three things I'm being scored at by four different people. You have a lot of room there to make up a lot of points, given someone else drops the ball, and it can put you right back in playoff position. So I think it makes stuff interesting. It keeps the race alive. It keeps battle rap, you know, continually moving. And it's a way for fans to, you know, start scoring battles off of, you know, actual merit rather than just who they like better, you know, because a lot of the time, and that's what happens in battle rap, we're going, it's such a subjective sport that people have their, their favorites. They don't want to see this person get knocked out. But if they're losing mm-hmm. the battle and everyone's like, well, I know this guy's better. I'm going to vote for him because I want to see him go in the next round. And that's what was happening a lot in battles where people are just saying, is it 3-0, 2-1? People are going to just say, well, I thought my guy won 2-1 because they see a better future in him than the tournament, but it doesn't mean he won that battle. So it was really about correcting all these things. And, you know, I think the total battle score really implements that and helps people, you know, get a, a good vision as far as where they stand on their overall performances. You know, from the weekend, you see someone like Times, you know, he had a quick stumble, but he knew, you know, you you can't let that get the best of you. He just fought through it and, you know, he addressed it at the end of it and, and he, it was up to him to make up for the rest of it, right? So he had to really go hard on the next two rounds and he did that. So it ended up working out. There's ways to recover and everything, but it's like boxing. You get knocked down in the first round, you come back and you win the next five rounds. You still got to be weary of the judge scores because you got knocked down in that first round and you were deducted a point. So mm. it was the same in this. If you stumble... If you choke, you know, um, there's a couple of things that can you know, deduct points. If the host tells you to stop and you keep rapping, you know, using it to an advantage, that can be put point deductible, you know, and also judges can give you a 10 8 round if it's a beatdown, right? Just like boxing or MMA. If you really, you know, it's that much of a beatdown, the round can be 10 8 instead of 10 9, which creates more separation in the points. And I think uh, we're starting to see that with some performances. Uh, I, I love the system. I love the system. It's going to definitely snowball once we finally see all the regions. And it's going to look really interesting after like two weeks when the yeah. West, North, South, and East already have records and all uh, the total battle scores. And we see outstandings of all 12 MCs from each four divisions. It's going to be really interesting. And, and, mm. and some names here. Uh, Gage, Shoddy P, uh, City, Times, right? Saint, uh, Thesaurus, uh, Caustic, Maflex. These are all guys that were in the Grand Prix. How did you convince them to leave one tournament with some who some made it very far and some didn't to come back into a whole nother season? How do you get guys to commit to a season of battle? Uh, I don't think I really had to convince anybody, man. A lot of these guys have, um, you know, uh, competitive nature, you know, um, and that's really what it's about. Right. Battle rap is about besting another. And again, with the accolades and the big money, it's like, you know, it's more about yeah you can look at it like we're we're getting them in another you know competition but really the way we're looking at it is we're providing consistency for the artists you know there's 48 rappers you're guaranteed to get three battles you got work all year round with a possibility of performing great and getting a a, an extension into the playoffs so you know um as much as yeah we have to convince people there's a lot of people i wanted involved in this who we couldn't get there's a lot of people that you know um just couldn't make it work based on schedule trips planned hey you know next year i plan on like so there's some variables but i think like 
this is really about getting this format off the ground. I'm super happy with all the talent we have because I feel like the talent in this is, is next level. You know, maybe, you know, some people may be unfamiliar with some of the names, but I feel like at the end of this season, it's going to be no different than the Times, the Family Man Hayes, you know, the, the people that really, you know, people didn't really have on their, uh, you know, their, their scope last year that really, really impressed everybody and were like, whoa, where did these people come from? So I feel like there's a lot of talent in this season like that. There's a lot of big names yet to be announced um it's a good mix of everything i feel like you know this is really great for the future of battle rap it's allowing us to help build talent it's allowing us to procure some of the older talent still give them a space a stage you know and uh i think that's what's beauty about battle rap is you know being able to get it to where it is like the nba you got the vets you got the rookies and you know if we can continue with the system and you know keep going forward who knows you know maybe we'll be having a draft next year and doing all the stuff that can make this cool for artists on the up and coming too for them to find a slot here you know i'd like to implement a, a farming system and everything like that to really make this go grow and you know continue to grow this outside of north america too i feel like you know um implementing this season over in the uk having it in north america and then having like a grand final total with the winners of each will be like the ultimate battle rap world championships and i feel mm. like that's battle rap is so big worldwide we're so you know um looking at a like we're narrow-minded thinking north america is the biggest battle rap like it's philippines and russia that's true we yeah in america is so big with battle rap you look at mexico you look at argentina some of these places it's like we don't know because it hasn't been pushed in our face yet once it does everyone's going to be like looking at Mexico the same way they looked at Russia. You know, you have Asino, who's got, I think he's their main battler. You know, he's got like, I think 3.2 million followers. He's actively battling and they're battling on stages with 25,000 people in the crowd. It hasn't hit North America because they're still doing a lot of battles over beats and stuff. But I feel like once that transition slowly happens, people are going to start seeing the gravity of, of battle rap worldwide. You know, the Philippines, you know, their flip top is killing it right now, you know, and I know a lot of people had the hype about Filipino battle rap back in like 2012 but like yo even though north america stopped paying attention they didn't you know they're still killing it right now their their promo was on top of it they're high, like i don't even understand tech log but like i i still will watch it because the atmosphere and the hype there it's like this is our culture these people have you know done this because of what we've all done over here so being able to see how it's grown and it changes and affects people's lives and can create a culture in a in a world where you know it's needed you know, and I think that's the beauty of this. It's so much bigger than the way we view it and how much this has brought people together, relationships, networks worldwide. It, it, it's changed the course of the world, whether we like to believe it or not. It's changed a lot of people's lives. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, seeing this grow into being a worldwide thing is definitely in uh, the scopes for us. I implore everybody, uh, I implore our fans to always watch a battle in a foreign language. You don't have to watch the whole battle, watch around just watch the mannerisms. Watch the the, the yeah. body language, the activity. You're like, oh shit, battle rap is a language now. Like, this translates everywhere. I can see when somebody is scheming. I can see when somebody is setting something up. I can see when somebody's rebuttaling. Like, this is kind of crazy. The fact that I have no clue what this person is saying, but I know exactly what's going on at this moment of the battle because of how much battle rap I watch. You know what's crazy is how much the atmosphere can you know feed into you as a spectator. When we were in Sweden, I think it was like me, Arsenal, Pat Stay. Uh, a couple of us were out there and there was a bunch of Swedish battles and we were on stage for it. And, you know, you don't understand what they're saying, but well, you can feel the buildup. And then when they land the punch and the crowd erupts, like even you without knowing what they're saying, you're like, oh, shit. Like, you know, because 
it's it's the atmosphere it's the vibe it's being able to see 400 people get that excited over someone saying something it's like you were a part of this whether you believe that you understood it or not you know so i think it's uh just a, an amazing thing talk to us well, a little bit. oh go ahead yeah. Oh no, I was just gonna say because you know, yeah, battle rap is definitely international these days. But just to kind of bring it back to the KOTD, as far as what you got going on with season one, what is some of the regional matchups we can expect, is and also the format, the venue, and what the crowds will look like? Because a lot of people would love to go see one of these battles, yeah, especially yeah. in Detroit, because you know that's my city, and I'm happy you brought it to Detroit. Thank you. Oh yeah, Michigan, <laughs> Michigan is my favorite, one of my favorite places. I feel like Detroit is. Yeah. Uh, it's a city that deserves a lot more love than it gets, especially with the talent that it has. You know, Michigan is, in my eyes, probably the most talented uh, state in battle rap, you know, and because all the rappers are kind of, you know, maybe- He said better. it! Yeah, I did. You know, um, when you look at the, like, you got the Calicos, the Ill Wills, the Mac Myrons, the Jonais, the, literally the list goes on, you know, the Marv Ones, the Quest McCodys, the, it, it's insane, you know, the X Factors, the, it, literally I can't even comprehend them all, right? But like, we're talking about people that are continually still active, still performing at a top level, never really, you never see Detroit people in my eyes fall off. Like they're always consistently great. So, um, you know, I love Michigan, you know, and I love everywhere else we're having these events too. I, I've never personally been to Atlanta. So that's my goal is to get there this year. You know, COVID has prevented me from going last year, but you know, Los Angeles, everyone knows that's like my second home, um, New York. I always love New York. So it's great to have these things in, you know, as far as, you know, the matchups and everything that's all soon to be announced. I can't really like, uh, you know, uh, wait, we're waiting for the rosters, man. We're waiting for the rosters. Yeah, you know, once we the way that we're rolling them out is, you know, the South will be announced next week, and then we'll have the uh, the East following up after that. So once the first runs out, every rapper is going to know who they're battling throughout the season, so they know, you know, who they're battling two battles ahead, so they can use different forms of preparation. You got an album coming up that you got to prepare for in November. Cool, man. Write both your battles now. Just memorize them and continue to work on it. So when it comes to your battle in November, you're prepared to drop your album end your battle you know what i mean so there's mm -hmm. cool ways that this season has, has like changed battle rap as far as even preparation allowing these guys to like you know focus on projects and battles at the same time by knowing the whole scope so far in advance but you know as far as a crowd i would definitely like to implement crowds but right now i'm really trying to keep it uniform across the whole season doing uh to, you know provide fairness at all levels you know i feel like um if one division has a big crowd and the other division only has like 15 people, clearly the one with the crowd is probably going to have like more exciting battles based on atmosphere and everything like that. And another thing to take in consideration is the clock. You know, this is a tournament. So when you have a crowd, you got to stop crowd reaction where what we've been doing is telling people like, yeah, they're two minute rounds, but you know, just rat I'm, I'm doing a hard cutoff at two 30. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you go to two 30, I'm just going to cut you off. But I feel like, you know, with the crowd that becomes different, you know, you're going to have to stop stopping <laughs> time. And that creates like a, a little more time for people to gain composure and do that stuff. So I feel like once we do the first lap, with every single city and every single division down, maybe we'll consider opening it up to uh, fans and everything like that. It's also been difficult, right? Like we're, um, we're organizing this from, I'm not even able to be in America right now. So I'm having to outsource everything. And mm. obviously we've got great teams, Avocado, Ruin Your Day. We got Lush and, and you know, Beast, Gatlin, Lou Berra, a bunch of great people in the States, J-Pro pushing the line for us. And, you know, um, it, it's a great thing, but yeah, we'll definitely, um, 
I hope by next year when COVID doesn't even, you know, let's hope that it's, you know, not a factor, but, you know, we can set this up to be exactly like the NBA. Like, hey, damn, you know, King of the Dot released the full season schedule. You can buy, you from Detroit, you can buy season tickets. You can buy tickets to every single event for the season ahead of time. You're going to know who's battling ahead of time. So you'll know when I bat, hey, okay, cool, it's June. Have you seen this event coming up in December? They got this guy battling this guy. I'm going to buy my tickets ahead of time. So it allows you as a fan to even prepare trips to come out and see these things you know knowing they are so far in advance because battle rap is always like a two-month jump you know it's like we announce an event and if it's crazy it's like you got two months to figure out if your finances work babysitting okay. all this stuff can 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 make it work you know so with this system i feel like it adds a little more organization as far as you know the fan scope of stuff too and allowing them to be involved um the consistency of every single weekend at 3 p.m allows people to know you know where to go where to watch it but definitely looking forward to getting fans and everything involved again i think that's a huge 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 uh, part of this it's just COVID's been preventative and I feel like okay. places like Atlanta are very open where New York and Detroit aren't as open so um, I, I want to just make it uniform across all the, the divisions on our first lap for sure two things I want to ask first um, just to make sure everybody understands break down the scope of how somebody gets into the playoffs mm um playoffs are going to be the top four from each division okay uh so top 33 percent in the league will go forward but it's the top four from each division so um it's going to be dependent on your tbs your total battle score so it's very important for you to be consistent throughout the whole thing you're up 2-0 and you want don't cut your round short because you're up 2-0 and thinking you got this in the bag because a judge may penalize you for that and that may take away from your total battle score but you know that's um getting in the playoffs is going to be fully dependent on your tbs and i feel like that's uh what people are going to start focusing on more every round is an individual performance and you know it's up to you to take advantage of every single one of those and ensure that your tbs score is as high as possible very similar to the point system in basketball. You know what I mean? You you win a game, you get a couple points, and then you move up the thing. So it, it's very much like that. You know, um, got to be top four in your division, man. Fight your way through. You slip up once, don't give up because, you know, other people can slip up in the next one. Then, you know, um, we're going to be seeing that this year. I guarantee it. There's going to be favorites that are people that are heavily favorited that may slip up in a battle and it may knock them down a couple points and they may have to fight for the spot back. So I think that's the beauty of this. And I think that's what's going to make it super exciting. Um, there'll be some super disappointing moments as well. And I feel like that's, uh, you know, that's part of this, you know, the, along with, you know, great moments will come heartbreak. And that's part of the emotional um connection i feel like that we all have with battle rap and i feel like that's going to get people a little more emotionally invested into the artists themselves too which will help follow their scopes outside of battle rap um all these things you've seen it with frack last year when when you know he got knocked out by Diz. i feel like the whole battle scene almost rallied behind him to get behind him like it's okay we got you you know so a lot of that may be happening this season as well hopefully not from bad decisions but you know um hopefully yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> from, from you know just this being fan favorites and and people wanting to see them succeed and and you know maybe someone just being better than them that day but that's the beauty of this i think uh there's a lot to to be unwrapped it might it, it might because of the total battle score system like it's it's accumulated from the judges scores it's very unlikely that you might get a tied situation between the fourth and the fifth best battle rapper per division but let's say the fourth and the fifth best battle rapper have the same record they might be two and one one and two and they have the same total battle score what happens then who gets the fourth slot it's it's, it's super super rare that can happen yeah um, yeah yeah but it's, yes. but it's possible so it is, it uh, what, is. what's you the protocol I mean? if it does 
Um, to be honest, you know, we, we, I can't remember exactly what we have for that. There is something I have. I just have to remember off the top of my head because it's not so prevalent. It's not something I've just, but we do, we definitely do have something in, in place for that. And even if it did, you know, it could always come down to like a fan. We can, you know, do, um, Hey, look, we're going to go on Twitch these days and play all their rounds and then fans get to vote, you know, cause we can even set up, but like I can cut your rounds from one battle and cut his rounds from one battle and put them against each other. And then we make fans vote to see who goes on to the next, right? Like there's cool okay. ways we can even put individual performances against other people's individual performances in cases, situations like this. Cause you see when it comes to like hockey or NBA or, or MLB, like they always use little screwed systems. If it comes to a thing like, okay, who had more goals for who had more points against. Right. So that's something I feel like, you know, we can consider throughout this. I'd really like to get fantasy battle rap going, you know, and then eventually one day, you know, we can be like, hey, look, this guy, we're doing it. Whoever had the most punches, whoever had the most, and, and they're counted throughout the season, stuff like that. But this is the first season, right? I didn't want to um, make it overly complicated for everybody because it's a, it's a massive project, even for us to overtake. You know, there's so many variables and things to consider that I think a lot of people aren't considering. And obviously I didn't consider, you know, but once the, the season starts rolling, it becomes a full-time job, but yeah. That's a good question. Um, you know, that's definitely something, um, you know, we'll definitely have the answer for by the time it comes in, in a full scope of confidence. Well, I feel like you've given examples as far as why the hip hop community, because I always say battle rap is like a subculture of the entire hip hop community and culture. But we see a lot of people like Lloyd Banks, Royce, and Joe Budden speak about battle rap publicly. But why do you feel like hip hop fans should be paying attention to what's happening in battle rap. I mean, this is the essence of hip hop. And this is where, you know, like when there was no mic stages or anything, battles were happening on street corners. This is really like the, 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 the pureness of, of hip hop. You know, this is the competition aspect. And, you know, the music industry, as great as it is, it's really, you know, um, a lot of it is based on your numbers, you know, and you, it, it's long gone are the days when A&R finds you and is like, you're super talented, let's put a bunch of money behind you and blow you up. You know, it's always about like, holy shit, you see the numbers this guy's doing, let's pump more into him and get him more popular. I feel like battle rap is, is actually about the skill level. You know, um, if you really want to, you know, pay attention to who's better and, and the, the actual art form and the skill set, I feel like that's where you go to battle rap. You know, music is always just going to be subjective based on the positions people are put in and the opportunities that they're given, the features that their label's willing to buy them and stuff like that, where I feel like battle rap, it's opportunity is earned. So it's definitely something to follow and pay attention to. And this is the, the you know, the 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 core of hip-hop this is the the heart of it all right this is where it all starts the ground level so you can't ignore the ground level of your foundation i love it i love it and i'm sure twitch being behind everything helps everybody sees things in a different light. like oh twitch is behind battle rap and you know you guys partner with twitch for the grand prix tell us again why you guys continue the partnership for season one yeah, I mean, picking partnerships with uh, a programmer is, is super, super, you know, important. Um, we considered a lot, you know, and uh, you can either go with, you know, the smaller names and probably cash out a little more, you know what I mean? But what are they going to provide in a long scope? There's a lot of up and coming streaming platforms, TV channels, networks that all, you know, probably got a lot of marketing budget and marketing spend. But, you know, that would be great for King of the Dot, right? Would it be great for the artist? I don't know, right? Twitch, the 12th most popular website in the world, 
you know, offering promo front page slot carousel promotions, you know, being able to like expand these people's fan bases, expand the horizons on how they're being viewed and everything. I think that is so important in this like level of, of battle rap, because really like right now, battle rap, the culture almost seems like it's against each other, but like we really need to be against the industry. And I feel like with what Twitch is doing is they're allowing us to be, you know, one of their number one musical, uh, uh, sorry, Amazon music, you know, um, pieces and they're pushing us like that they're pushing us on a bunch of people they're getting a lot of people that pay attention to us and i mean the scope goes a lot bigger than fans too as far as you know just brands right like you know you you on the 12th most popular website in the world and your front page all the time you probably got some brands paying attention like how can i get involved with these people look at the numbers they're doing you know twitch is behind them so it's really the big scope of everything all together you know a1 does it work for us do we do have creative freedom we don't want to go with a program that people are going to be like hey we're controlling this now, you know, um, we don't need your cameraman. We got our own. We don't need this. Like we don't want to get to the playoffs and switch our team. I don't feel like that's, that's, you know, really on our, our thing. So, you know, going with Twitch, they gave us the creative freedom to, to operate how we want to and the confidence to do what we want, you know, even as far as implementing these new formats, like, you know, uh, the Grand Prix was a pilot project on Twitch, you know, to see how it all went. Did I know I was going to be doing the season that, the next year? Nah, but, you know, um, given the opportunity when they onboarded us again, I'm one of those people like, yeah, I can sit here and be content and just run another Grand Prix, or I can take this opportunity to grow and evolve and make something that may be, you know, um, a, a huge thing for Battle Rap in the long scope of things. You know, we're on our 13th year at King of the Dot. Um, doing the same events over and over and expecting a different result, I felt like was starting to be a bit of insanity. You know, you're just uh, with... You know, I, I just felt like we needed to create a format, man. And um, Twitch is the, the perfect partner for it, you know, with the promotion they're giving us, the the platform, how many people are already on it. It's very noticeable platform, telling people to oh, watch us on Twitch. Most people already got it on their phone. You're not needing to download a third-party app or something where you're giving your email and all these people and you're getting emails about giveaways and all this stuff that, like, because, you know, that's how a lot of these other companies operate right like they got to sell your email in order to make money and, and do these things where i feel like twitch is just not in those positions they're not even looking at stuff like that and they're just really trying to grow their music properties and king of the dot is definitely one of their main uh, objectives so i'm happy for that that's dope i think there's one there's this one person so far on the roster that i feel like should be a really big storyline and it hasn't been talked about as much as it should that I would like to be seen as talked about, but Bill Collector in the North, right? Yeah. People will see him in the East. Like, wait, why is Bill Collector in the North, right? So that's one thing. And two, everybody that knows Bill Collector had one battle on King of the Dot in the bunker that didn't come out because I believe there was some issues with the with the, the content, maybe audio-wise, I can't remember. But it, this it is him. Out. It came out. It just, it just got taken down. The, the person he battled actually just has a, a very uh, tight job. So, you know, um, given the content that was in it, it was spoken about and just taken down to protect. Their, so their so this is this is his job. chance to kind of he, he says to himself, this is his chance to make a run that he's never had on King of the Die and he wants to do so. Talk about oh. the phone call with getting Bill Collected to agree to season one. And why is he in the north? Because is the east stacked? What's what's happening? <laughs> um, you know, it's it, look, man. Bill's an incredible talent. He's always been an incredible talent. I feel like he's got such like um, a great attitude that like makes battle rap fun. You know, um, and and that's really what you know. 
he brings to the table is a one he's a great artist he's a great rapper but he's such a good entertainer and i feel like you know that's why so many people are excited to see bill in this because you know as much as it's good to have that full range of scope of people involved in this you know um bill is different than any other rapper and i think that's what makes him unique is the fact that he is his own character he is his own person he goes by his own code you know and he moves his own way it's very admirable so you know um Sorry, you want to repeat the, the the question? I feel like I got lost talking to myself. Oh no, yeah, I want to know why is he in the north as opposed to the east? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, um, when setting it up, it's really funny, right? Pennsylvania is in a weird place where it's kind of like in the middle of the two. You know, um, Pennsylvania, and then you got like Pittsburgh. So you know, when we had real deal in the north last year, it's because he was from Pittsburgh. We decided to put anyone from Philly can go to the east. This year was kind of a toss up. You know, because there's more rappers when we were doing the Grand Prix, it was only eight per division. Now it's 12. So, you know, um, not to say that the North didn't have as much talent, but we just really wanted to, you know, give um, Philly and everybody and Pittsburgh and everyone their equal opportunity. Um, New York is, is filled with talent. Um, you know, the Midwest North divisions filled with talent because you got Chicago, you got Milwaukee, you got Detroit. And then on the East, obviously, you got like everywhere from Boston, New York, New Jersey, that. So like, Philly and Pennsylvania just kind of sit in the middle. So it's really about separating them and making it work to their advantage too. You know, um, do we want to put both Philly, you know, uh, uh, maybe I just gave away a giveaway there. You know, uh, do we want to put the, all the Philly people in the same division? Would it work? Yeah, you know, but if we can spread them out and, and, you know, make it a little more interesting because a lot of the Philly people have battled each other. They got history with each other. So a lot of it is about, you know, trying to avoid rematches, avoid matchups that people feel like have, are already happened, too predictable, stuff like that. And I just think like, you know, um, yeah, there is no real like logic behind it. Like we need to throw Bill in the in the North or anything, but I think it just made sense, you know, given the the you know, each division, the matchups that are possible and stuff like that. I just felt like it was a cool, uh, you know, a cool little thing. Yo, look, man, you already dropped a little hint, so now I got a bunch of names in my head that I might, I might see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I found my headline. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I can't, I, I'm most excited for the roster rollout because then I get a chance to really see the talent level, scope the, the tiers of people that are in this, what to expect, who I think might be the favorite, who I think might be a dark horse, who, I'm, who I think might be surprising people. You got a lot of people that are, like, really underrated. El Coogee's underrated. Kelly Smooth's underrated. You know what I'm saying? So these are guys that uh, um that might just pop up and surprise everybody. You know what I'm saying? Reverse Live, we, we haven't seen him in a while. And then when his third round against Kelly Smooth, everybody's like, oh, my God, like, I've missed this. You know, it's so all about getting them seen, right? There's so much incredible talent in battle rap that's just never been given the platform, you mm -hmm. know, and that's really what this is about. It's like, and, and a lot of people think I was going to other leagues when I said this, but like, you know, I want to, you know, clarify, like, I was guilty of this myself, you know, what I mean, booking people for aura you know when i'm booking events because when you're booking a paper mm. you have to book what sells you know i can't just throw up a hundred thousand dollars on an event and just hope it comes back i need to know it's going to come back so i can do this again so you're booking people you know people want to pay to see you're not always booking who deserves the opportunity based on their work catalog and what they've mm. done in the last year someone like um like you said a cali smooth when's the last time cali smooth had a bad performance you know, why isn't Kelly Smooth being booked on bigger cards? And it's because he doesn't have a bigger name, but you need that bigger platform in order to get you that opportunity. So that's what the season and this stuff's doing. Look at Clone. Clone was a great example. Yeah. Last year, P 
people weren't really looking in Clone's direction, and, and we thought that was crazy. Clone is such an incredible talent, He's right? Really good. So really good. You, we put him in the Grand Prix, and we were excited about it. It was Clone versus Oops, and then all of a sudden, Oops, you know, he had to pull out based on, you know, some of his Activision and stuff like that, and, you know, we were fully supportive, but it put Clone in a position. You know, you can either stay in the Grand Prix and battle on three days' notice, or you can, you know, say goodbye to it and and hopefully next year clone is one of those people where he was like yo i need the opportunity and i'm gonna show out i'm gonna show people i'm the um i deserve this he came out and he beat carter deems on three days notice with arguably possibly one of the best performances in the entire grand prix from that day forward everybody knew clone everybody was looking forward to his next battle and stuff like that and especially on the king of the dot platform and now i feel like it helped propel him into much bigger matchups and you know stuff that you know, continues to evolve his brand. And that's what we're looking to do for a lot of people, you know, is make sure that these people stay in the spotlight, people see them and, and continue to be able to watch them and see the levels that they can perform at just because they're not always being thrown on a big stages does not mean that they did not deserve it. You know, so a lot of these, a lot of this talent, they're very deserving of this opportunity. This is the opportunity that, you know, I wish I could have provided to a lot of people earlier, you know, um, given the fact that we're not selling pay-per-views, we're not selling tickets. This is the opportunity to give people that deserve the yeah. shot, the Coast, shot. Coast you know what I'm the way. You, you know, yeah. you, said, you, you said something, right? Like, I need to book what no can sell. I need to book what I know will bring me a return on profit. And I think it's funny, right? Because, like, fans, a lot of Battle Rap fans will say, oh, this person's underrated. This person deserves a shot. But they're not giving that person enough traffic to deserve that opportunity. And it is artists that they don't want to see, they complain about, aren't giving it their all. They're popular. They have a huge stand base. I call it a stand base where it's like no matter what they do, they can't do nothing wrong. And it's like, well, the my YouTube analytics, my business analytics are telling me to book the guy that you guys hate the most. And the guy that mm -hmm. you say is underrated and deserves the opportunity doesn't have the analytics to prove that they can bring me a return. So, you know, I'm, this is what you guys are asking for subconsciously. And and there's such thing as negative PR too. You know, you announce certain matchups and everybody, like you have an amazing card and then you can announce a matchup that like not everybody's anticipating and they're like, oh, this is shit. I knew they'd fuck this card up. I, uh, and then it, <laughs> then it turns into negative PR, you know what I mean? And that's battle rap. Like it's yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. That, that's kind of the way it is. And then all of a sudden yeah, blogs yeah. are talking about like, oh, this isn't what it, yada, yada. And you see it in all leagues. You know, people expect, you know, blackout to be in, you know, Blackout used to drive me nuts announcing it because as much as I love the format, announcing individual rappers gives people way too much opportunity to critique people without even knowing who they're battling. Like, I remember I announced T-Rex for Blackout 4 and everybody was hating on it. And I'm sitting here like, what the fuck? Like, this is like <laughs> one of the biggest bookings of the card. Like, how are you? Then when they see the matchup, you know, and they're like, oh, shit. You know the day of but until then they're like why the fuck is t-rex here oh I'm, yada yada so you know um it's funny man you know i feel like battle rap is, is a is a unique space like that man because it's so opinion based and everyone is so opinionated and you know when people are on they the don't know what up, they want organic they just don't know what they yeah. want everybody's so critical on everything man right. so you know we just gotta you know make it work to the best of everybody but i feel like really do feel like the season pushes you know the narrative that talent um matters yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, no, this is the perfect opportunity to lock in people that are underrated. Um, like you said, no pay-per-views, nobody has to pay. Um, they got the opportunity to have breakout performances and become household names over time. Like, this is the best opportunity for all those guys to keep the wheel spinning and for new talents to emerge and, and, and uh, cement themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, I, know, I know, again, we're a bit 10 minutes over for you. We had you till 11.30. We don't want to take too much of your time. I know you're a busy man. But uh, uh, this, this upcoming weekend is the second weekend of the North. 
Yeah. And then after that will be the beginning of the South or? Yeah. July 18th, we are in Atlanta. Nice, nice. One last question too about the West. I know there was supposed to be a second week of the West. What happened to that? Uh, So, you know, obviously I don't want to go into personal details on people. Um, You know, Thesaurus himself thought he had uh, COVID. So, you know, he took the precautionary measures to go get a rapid test that morning. And we we told him to, you know, just not show up because we didn't want to risk the entire beginning of the season. You yeah, know, you, um, you, you, you risked the whole roster at that point. A hundred percent, right? So, you yeah. know, that's postponed. Um, Jag and Fate had a personal thing happen with one of them. Again, I don't really want to air out pe- people's personal grievances, but it was definitely 100% a legit excuse. Um, already, both of them are rescheduled. We have dates for the reschedules. Madflex and Bobby Lee's happening already rescheduled. So it was really like when setting up the season, you know, um, we were on a kind of a tight timeline because, you know, booking 48 rappers is not an easy thing to do, especially when you're booking them for a full year. You know, it's easy to book 48 rappers for one event. I'm trying to book you 48 rappers for the entire year. So, you know, it took, um, it took a little while longer than I feel like, you know, we anticipated, but um, really the, the the West just had a couple of hiccups just based on the, you know, the timeline. They didn't have as much time as every other division to really, you know, strap their boots and get ready and everything. So a couple of hiccups happened, but, you know, um, we already got we already got those rescheduled, replanned, and you know they're definitely going to be happening over the next month. It sounds like you and your team felt the pain of like what the what the sports leagues go through when they're trying to make the season schedule. <laughs> You're like, you know what? We got to give these guys a little more credit. This is kind of hard. Yeah, but that's that's the whole thing, you know. Gully, Lush, you know, um, they're killing it, man. Like they really, you know. A lot of the work that makes battle rap happen is the work that's not seen. You know, the stuff that happens behind the scene, the phone calls, the conversations, the arguments, the debates, the, you know, the negotiating. It's it's really not seen, you know, publicly, but like it wouldn't be possible without these guys doing that. You know, me, Gully and Lush, I can't even it's been a full time job for the last three months, you know, literally 40 hours a week minimal, you know, um, just to get this done. But in the end, this is what we love to do. So. Yeah, I'm just excited for it all to come to life. I feel like this is a, a big change for King of the Dot. You know, um, it's been a long time coming. This is something I've wanted to do for a long time. If you know me, you know, I sit on concepts and ideas for years. You know, the Blackout idea I had almost since the inception of King of the Dot, you know, on Blackout 4 is where we implemented the actual Blackout format. Um, we built up the name a couple of years. So, you know, I had that format built in, in Blackout 2, but we weren't at a position to where we could throw a card just announcing battlers and people show up, you know, like we, we had to build the brand to be at that point. So I feel like we had to build the brand so we can be at a, you know, be able to throw a full season and have that scope moving forward. And I, I think we're about it. it's going to be really cool. Um, Cause I know this isn't going to be a one-time thing. Season two will be a, a thing in the future. You guys will build off and improve everything you learned from season one. It's going to be a really mm-hmm. cool thing. And season two comes around, you announce the rosters and you can sell season tickets per division. So anybody that lives in Detroit can buy the whole package to come to all the Detroit events, can come to all the Los Angeles events, all the Atlanta events, all the New York events. Like those are some those are little nuances that I really look forward to seeing in the near future. Awesome. Oh man. Organic. And don't forget, y'all, the headline of this interview was Michigan is the best in battle rap. We, <laughs> we don't fall off. And don't you ever forget it. Period. No, That's I all really, period. Um, 
I feel like the Midwest and battle rap is is criminally underrated for the talent that they bring, man. And I'm not I'm not no you know secret in hiding that. So, man, so they, they get enough credit, man. You know what I'm saying? They got Verb, they, they got Chicago, they got Detroit. There's a, there's a couple regions, man. There's a couple. I'm telling you, Florida's super slept on too. Florida's got a lot of talent that people don't really know of yet. So I'm excited to really see um you know the whole. Battle rap evolved, right? We're in such a great space with all the leagues kind of like, you know, doing their own thing, holding their own and being in a great position. Like this is possibly the strongest battle rap has ever been. And when we're on our like 15th year, like this is, this is unreal, bro. Honestly, as a, as a whole, like you, you as a big sports fan of of all sports, you will know from a, a time period when the NBA was only like covered in between the season and it was played. Now the NBA mm-hmm. is a 365 day season. There's something going on all the time. I feel that way about battle rap now. Like two, three, four years ago, battle rap happened in month increments between like events happening because everybody took a couple months off before they do the next event. Now it's like every single day is an announcement, a storyline, a quote, uh, somebody talking spicy or a speculation of a match. Like every day there's something going on. It, it, it drives me nuts, honestly. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's beauty, man. That's that's the the evolution of what we got it to, you know. Um, bro, I remember being in the World Rap Championships back in two thousand six and thinking, like, how long can this go for? You know what I mean? Because how many things can we say to each other? And bro, it's we found a lot more things to say. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, organic. Uh, we're looking forward to season one, man. The evolution of battle rap is beautiful. Much salutes to you and all the hard work that you do. Thank Being you, a league man. owner is not an you easy task, and I want everybody to always remember that. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of risk that you endure, and you are appreciated for it. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, you know, I appreciate you guys. You know, I just want to say one thing. You know, um, media and battle rap is so important. You guys help push the agenda for us. You know, um, I can only do so much. I can throw the battles and everything, but creating the hype around the matchups, creating everything, you guys provide a lot for that. So very grateful for you guys, what you guys provide to the culture. And uh, thank you. And, you know, looking forward to, you know, rocking with you guys in the future. Salute, salute. Thank you. Hell yeah. Again, enjoy the rest of your day, brother. All right, man. Peace out, guys. Have a good one. CC, man, it was real informative, man. We got to learn everything we need to learn about season one. And um, I think the people now... Detroit! I think people are a little bit more excited, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo, chat. And real quick, chat. Everybody. Real quick, chat. It's not Thursday, all right? Take it easy. I've seen a lot of y'all there. We left y'all alone, right? Take it easy. It's not Thursday, all right? There's no need for this toxicity. He said, I wanted to laugh so hard. Don't even read it. Don't even, don't even read it back. Don't even no, read it back. Somebody was so upset. They're <laughs> yeah. like, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing. I'm out. <laughs> so I didn't even see what was going on, but that comment yeah. alone. Yeah, Y'all yeah, are yeah. crazy. <laughs> Cece, we we out. We out of here, man. We 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 out for the day. But of course, this will be up on YouTube, all streaming platforms for the day. Um, any last words? C? Well, Reggie disappeared. Yes, he did. Any last words? No, but uh, shout out to who came in late. Don't worry, the whole show will be uploaded on YouTube. So follow us at Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast, also Spotify and iTunes as well. If you missed all of it. You will get another chance to watch and listen. And I'll see y'all tomorrow for Wednesdays. I'm done. We'll be back tomorrow for CC Solo Show. Adios. Bye.